Good morning, everybody. It's Thursday, the 27th of January, and it's Chocolate Cake Day. And a big happy birthday to Bridget Fonda, Alan Cummings, Tricky, and Mark Owen. The Foreign Affairs Select Committee has been hearing from an official and has suggested that you yourself intervened to try and get the Nowzad animals out, uh, and they got priority over some Afghan people. Did you intervene that way? No, that's complete nonsense. Incredibly, while the nation waits for Sue Gray's report, Boris found himself involved in another scandal on Wednesday. This time, leaked emails suggest he was in fact involved in rescuing Pen Farthing and his animals from Kabul. The famous report still hasn't been delivered, but as impatience grows, Labour's Shadow Education Secretary Bridget Phillips says we don't even need the report at this stage. We should see all of it, um, but I don't think we need Sue Gray to tell us what is absolutely clear to the British people, which is that the Prime Minister has lied and lied and lied again. Leader of the House of Commons Jacob Rees-Mogg says he has no idea when the report will come, but that there will be a common statement and he's confident Boris will survive whatever it says. I'm sure the Prime Minister will survive. He's done so much for the country. Former Labour spin Dr Alistair Campbell says between the birthday cakes, the parties and now the animal rescue, it's become a national embarrassment. Any situation in which Downing Street is the investigation, is the centre of a police investigation, is not a good situation to be in. We are becoming a laughingstock. I think that Johnson is showing, as I always felt he would be, he is an utter disgrace to the office. His cabinet are are, are, are compounding that every time they go out and defend him. He's a distraction for the country in these massive issues that we face, and he's a global embarrassment. Boris was at the dispatch box for Prime Minister's question time, going head-to-head with Keir Starmer, and he was on the attack as things got heated. The problem with the Labour Party today, Mr Speaker, is that he's a lawyer, not a leader. I would prefer to be led by a lawyer than a liar. Will he now resign? You'd think this would be a time when Boris might be trying to be nice to lawyers, but no. Then, as if he hadn't enough problems, he had a pop at the Westminster leader of the SNP, Ian Blackford. soaring cost of living have pushed millions of families into poverty while they eat cake. This is nothing short of a crisis. Uh, Well, Mr Speaker, I I don't know where, uh, who's been eating more cake. The US has now formally responded to Russia's demands over the Ukrainian border crisis. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the response contains a serious diplomatic proposal if Russia chooses to pursue it. Bert is adamant that there's no fundamental change on the issue of Ukraine's right to join NATO. From our perspective, uh, I I can't be more clear. Uh, NATO's door is open, remains open, uh, and uh, that is our commitment. And he had a direct warning for any US citizens still in Ukraine. Our message now for any Americans in Ukraine is to strongly consider leaving using commercial or other privately available transportation options. Prince Andrew's legal team filed an 11-page court document on Wednesday which denies that he was a close friend of Ghislaine Maxwell and continues to deny the charges against him. They also continue to ask for the trial due to take place in a Manhattan federal court to be dismissed. But if it is to go ahead, they're now asking for a full jury trial. High-profile lawyer Gloria Allred, who represented some of R. Kelly's victims, told Newsnight that a jury trial will usually favour the plaintiff. Because a jury listens to the narrative presented by both sides 
and they generally develop feelings about that narrative. And if they agree with the plaintiff and like her narrative, then generally they will award a larger verdict. Still to come on the Smart 7, there's no love lost at the Australian tennis and Simon Pegg is having zombie flashbacks right after this. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Welcome back. The Australian Opens dropped out of the spotlight a little after Novak's got sent home, but the competition is reaching its final stages. New Zealand player Michael Venus was deeply unhappy to be knocked out at the quarter-final stage of the men's doubles by Australian favourite Nick Kyrgios. And speaking to New Zealand's Channel 1 News, he really didn't hold back. At the end of the day, he's just an absolute knob. I mean, <laughs> I think it just speaks for him. His maturity level is about... <clears throat> it's probably being generous to a 10-year-old to say that it's about at that level. Um, he's, he's an unbelievable tennis player. What he does on the tennis court, um, what he can do out there, his tennis IQ on the court, it is uh, it is amazing. And, and he's definitely, uh, on that side of things, one of the best players in the world. Uh, but from the maturity side of things, you, can, you see why he's uh, never fulfilled his potential and um, probably never will. Legendary musician Neil Young made headlines after he announced he wanted his music pulled off Spotify. It's because he's become increasingly infuriated by the anti-vax wanderings of Joe Rogan, who's a Spotify exclusive. Neil says they can have Young or Rogan, but not both. The Wall Street Journal reports that Spotify have begun removing his catalogue and now loudmouth American shock jock Howard Stern, yep, he's still a thing, has weighed in on the matter. I don't think Neil Young is for censorship. I just think he's saying, look, I don't want to be part of this organisation. Because if my music is helping people bring people to the table, and then they're spreading something as lethal as don't take the vaccine, do this. Mm, that makes you know, sense. He, yeah, I, you know, I'm against any kind of censorship, really. You know, I really am. I don't like censorship. But when you're talking about life and death, like poor Meatloaf got sucked into some weird f- cult. Simon Pegg's been busy shooting the next two Mission Impossible movies with Tom Cruise for what seems like years now, as COVID delays have meant the filming and the dates keep getting pushed back. He's also been out and about to promote his new animated movie, Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. He says the whole pandemic thing's really got him thinking about his zombie comedy, Shaun of the Dead. In the initial stages of, of COVID-19, uh, there were odd parallels to, to, to Shaun of the Dead and a lot of other sort of apocalypse movies. And um, often in times of crisis, people bring out the meme of uh, Sean sitting in the pub waiting for it all to blow over. And that was never more prevalent than when COVID started. This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft